Join us today as we continue our study of Romans chapter 9. We're going to go through verses 10 through 24. Welcome back to our channel, Christ Be Known. I'm Teddy Stewart. And I'm Ron Stewart. Here we're going to be going through God's Word, unpacking the Scriptures, trying to gain a better understanding of what the Lord's saying to us through His Word. We're also going to try to come up with ways to put this understanding to action and to live it out throughout our lives um, so that we can be more Christ-like. Our goal here is to get to know Christ, to be Christ-like, and just have a, as much of an impact as we can positively on the world. That's right. Um, if you have uh, questions, comments, uh, drop them for us. We'd love to hear them, interact with you guys, um, get back with you as, as quick as we can. If you're new to the channel, welcome. Uh, thanks for joining us. A little bit about us. We're not experts in the Word, but we love to read the Word and study the Word and to gain a better understanding, to know Christ more, and to apply that understanding to our lives. Um, just a lifelong journey that we're excited about. Sure. Um, if you want to use the study journal that we're using, it'll be linked in the description box below. All right, let's say a quick prayer and let's get this show rolling. Okay. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the opportunity that we have to study your word, to learn about you, to get to know you, to gain wisdom and knowledge from you, Father. And that's what we're here seeking, Lord. We just ask that eyes are open and hearts are open, Lord, so that we can receive what you have for us. We can write it on our hearts, Father. We just pray that seeds are planted and seeds are watered and that a harvest is brought forth, Lord, and that you are glorified through everything that we do. It's in Jesus' name that we pray these things. Amen. Amen. All right. So first part of Romans chapter 9 that we went through, verses 1 through 9, we talked a little bit about not all who are in Israel are of Israel. Yep. And that, you know, it's it, the children of the flesh are not children of God, but it's the children of the promise. I, the, seed, I, the seed of Isaac's who would be called, mm -hmm. um, which is the lineage of obviously Jesus came from. Yep. So we're going to pick up here in verse 10 and see what Paul continues saying in Romans chapter 9. And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one man, even by our father Isaac, for the children not yet being born, nor having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him who calls. It was said to her, The older shall serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob I have loved, but Esau I have hated. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? Certainly not. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whomever I will have mercy. I will have compassion on whomever I will have compassion. So then it is not of him who wills, 
nor of him who runs, but of God who shows mercy. For the scripture says to the Pharaoh, For this very purpose I have raised you up, that I may show my power in you, and that my name may, de may be declared in all the earth. Therefore he has mercy on whom he wills, and whom he wills he hardens. You will say to me then, Why does he still find fault? For who has resisted his will? But indeed, O man, who are you to reply against God? Will the thing that will the thing formed say to him who formed it, Why have you made me like this? Does not the potter have power over the clay? From the same lump to make one vessel for honor and another for dishonor. What if God wanting to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long-suffering the vessels of wrath prepared for destruction, and that he, may make, he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy, which he had prepared beforehand for glory, even us whom he called, not of the Jews only, but also of the Gentiles." There's a lot to unpack there. There's quite a bit. But see, it's almost like he turns a page here too because he's continuing talking about, you know, even when Rebecca conceived by Isaac. Before they had even done anything wrong, it was written that the older would serve the younger. But then he jumps right into something else and just turns the page on it. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't really dig more into Jacob and Esau's story. You know. And when, when I first read that, I thought, okay, he's really fixing to lay a point here with this. And then I get down to verse six, uh, 14, I'm like, whoa, wait. No, he pretty much ended it with that. Yeah. Uh, he's... Uh He's doing the old uh, college rule, and you know, expecting that we've 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 done the other readings and we know the story. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but th th this is here, you know, <clears throat> from fourteen through twenty-four. Don't question God. That's what this is really talking about. Don't question God. Mm -hmm. He has a plan. He's in control. He knows what he's doing. Don't question God because um, he's not unrighteous and he will have mercy and compassion on who he wants to mm -hmm. as judging by Pharaoh he will harden who he wants to mm -hmm. now he hardened Pharaoh's heart not because he didn't like the guy God knows who's going to accept salvation who isn't So he uses Pharaoh to show his power and his might. Pharaoh was going to let the Israelites go. Mm -hmm. And then he had to change the plans last minute. He said, nope, no, we're not. No, we are not. 
<coughs> well, and I think too, you know, I mean, there's a there's a flip side to that, and that he he hardened Pharaoh, but if he hadn't have, then Moses and and the Israelites wouldn't have gone through everything they went through. You know, it's like it wouldn't have built their faith. Yep. If yep. he hadn't have hardened Pharaoh's heart. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah, I mean, because they're being freed, and then all of a sudden, now they're being chased for their lives. They come up against the river. Mm-hmm. And, or the Red Sea, whatever it was. And God uses Moses to split the Red Sea. That's an amazing miracle. Mm-hmm. Now they're through. And even through all of that, they still grumbled and complained enough that they spent 40 years in the desert. The whole generation had to die out. Well, yeah, because they were mad because they didn't have anything to eat or drink. They realized at least, at least when we were slaves, we had food and water. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's... But, he, you know, so yeah, he hardened Pharaoh's heart so he would not let the Israelites go. Mm-hmm. So that allowed him to show us power. Look what I can do. You're, yes, you're being chased. It's a dead end. You're going to be caught. They're going to kill mm-hmm. you. You know. Watch this. Water's park, dry mm-hmm. land. Go ahead. Yep. You know. Um, and then I, I love the analogy. <clears throat> you know, does the power? Does the potter have power over the clay, or does the clay have power over the potter? Yeah. Steal it. Steal it. Get after it. Let's go. You know. It's it's like. Uh, who, who is the creation to think they can question the creator? Mm-hmm. No. It's not the I, way I, this works. My mind works so weird. Like when I was reading this, it's, you know, I go to, okay, you know, I, I'm going to go build something in the garage. It's a darn good thing that that thing can't talk back to me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, hey, idiot, why are you building me like this? Yeah. Why'd you do it this way? Mm-hmm. It's, oh, I'm so thankful that those things can't talk back to me. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I had a few things. Like, so, verse 11, I just, I wanted to touch on it. It hit me, you know, where I was talking about the children not yet being born. Oh, yep. And that, you know, their purpose of God according to the election, that not of works. So I know we talked about chapter 9 not being repetitious. And it's really not, other than this one sentence. But it just hit me that even before they were born, not having done any good or evil, because they weren't born yet, mm-hmm. but just stating the fact that it still had nothing to do with works. Right. It's of him who calls. It's of him who calls. And then, you know, verse 15, where he says, I will have mercy on whomever I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whomever I will have compassion. It just shows our reliance on God, um, because it's him who chooses. Yep. Um, he's, he is, as you said just a few minutes ago, he is the one that's in control. Um, yes, you know, and so grateful as we've talked about at church the last couple of weeks, we have the freedom of choice. Yes. Um, but he's still in control. Mm-hmm. And um, which leads right into what you were talking about then in 21 about, you know, the creator 
You know, if I'm creating something, if I'm building something in the garage, I'm in control of what That's of right. what I'm building, of what's going right. to come out of that. That's right. And it's it's no different. That's exactly right. No different at all. Well, <clears throat> and you know that's it's interesting because God is in control. Mm-hmm. He is the He is our Creator. Yep. And yes, it's His choice. I'll have compassion on who I want, mercy on who I want. And the flip side of that is, it's also our choice to accept Jesus as our Savior. Mm-hmm. God has the power to just be like, nope, all y'all, Jesus yeah. is your Savior. You know, but no, it, 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 that's a choice as well. He gave us a choice. Well, and as we've talked about a lot in, in the videos and stuff, you know, that we're, we're super thankful for God's grace and God's mercy. Um. And as this says in a lot, like we, we, it's not something we can earn. It's not something we deserve. No. no. And we're super thankful for it because he gives it to us. Yep. Yep. He does not have to. Nope. No, he does not. But he chooses to. Yep. And I, I still think there's people today that he hardens their heart. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of pharaohs out there. Oh, there, yes. That, you know, their heart gets hardened. Mm-hmm. And it allows him to show his power, his might, his strength, you know, mm-hmm. to others. And I've also got another note down here, you know, that God allows stuff to happen to show himself and to bring us closer to him. Now, a lot of us act like the Israelites. We get scared. God shows himself, oh, this is awesome. Okay, praise God. Yay, yay, yay. And then two days later, it's like, we ain't got nothing to eat. I want to go back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, wait a minute. You were just praising God, getting close to God and everything, and the first time something doesn't go your way, mm-hmm. now you want to run back. So I I think that goes on a lot of people today. And to me, that's just spiritual growth. Um, you know, the more your faith builds, you'll, you'll go through some things, something will happen, and you'll just be like, I'm good right where I'm at. One way or another, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to get through this. I'm good right where I'm at. Well, I think it, I think it's different for different people, and for different people for different aspects of their life. Yeah, and you know, the the goal is to, you know, turn control of your life over to God, and that includes everything, yes. every aspect of your yes. life. And I don't know about anybody but myself because I haven't had this conversation with anybody really other than myself, but I don't know of anybody that has turned 100% of their life over to God. Human nature is to have control <laughs> and to want to be in control. And I th- I think we all, I know that I do, there's, you know, there's more than one probably I can guarantee you there's at least one area in my life that it's just like you don't you know you don't you don't give them all over you just don't you're like you think you can do better than God can in that area of your life but the idea is to turn control of your life over in 100% of every aspect of your life run through the last few verses here well, it's kind of just repeating, you know, God yeah, has the ability to do whatever he wants to do. 
but I, I, even of us whom he called, not only the Jews, but also the Gentiles. I like how Paul puts that in there just because, you know, there's sometimes you're reading stuff and you're like, oh, man, that's really cool, but this is probably just for Israelites. Mm-hmm. You know, they were the original chosen people, you know. and No, no, it, it, it's for us also. That's pretty much all I got on this section of verses 10 through 24. Me too, boss. We'd love to know your comments on it. Maybe we're crazy. Maybe we're off our rocker. There's got to be plenty that we missed. Um, You know, I'm a firm believer in you can read through something and you're only going to get what the Holy Spirit wants you to get. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, that's all they want you to get at that time. But it'll be different for each person. So I'm curious to see... Well, and I, I think it's different for each person because the Holy Spirit's going to give us what we need based on where we are in our life, and everybody's in a different, you know, different, in a different place, different place of their life, and so not everybody needs the same message at the same time. That's right, necessarily. That's so, right. so definitely, I mean, but that doesn't mean that we can't learn from each other's. Hey, that's that's message. The whole, that's the whole point. Yeah, that's the whole point. Just like there's been two or three times through here, you got something mm-hmm. I've been like, ah, oh, interesting. I didn't think about that. You know, it's just. You know, we're not in the same places in our Mm-mm. journeys. Well, and it may not even be, you know, we've talked about this before. It may not even be that, you know, somebody shares their message and I may not need it today. Yeah. It may be a day, a month, a week, a year, two years, but it may trigger and I may be, ah, oh, I need it, you know, and then I have it mm-hmm. and I needed it then. Yep. That's right. So. So. All the more reason to share your comments. That's right. Yeah, let's create a conversation. This is a community we're trying to build here. So let's get a conversation going. Um, If you haven't already, we invite you to subscribe. Click the little bell so you get notified of our videos. Like our video. Share it. You know, even if you didn't get anything out of it, somebody may see it. Mm -hmm. That it helps. You never know. We went into this not knowing who or if anybody we were going to help. I've out of us sharing it and you all sharing it and one person, you know, it impacts one person's life. That's that's all it takes. That's it. It's all worth it. So, but we do appreciate you stopping by again. So be looking for the next video where we're going to finish off chapter nine here. As our reminder to ourselves, let our focus be that throughout this life, we live and die in a way that when we are thought of, it's Christ that is remembered. Christ be known. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time, Father. We thank you for being here with us today. Father, we thank you for giving us the eyes to see your word and to read your word and the mind to understand your word, Father. And we thank you for sending the Holy Spirit to speak your word to our heart, Father. Just ask that you would continue to watch over us all and watch over everyone watching and listening to this video, Father, and that you would just be with us. And we're just so thankful, God, for your love and your grace and your mercy. Father, we just pray that you would continue to speak to our hearts, write your word on our hearts, stamp it around our neck, Father, so that we have it everywhere we go. It's in your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. See you guys next time.